Chesed or kindness is a very significant positive Jewish character trait. But is all Chesed truly Chesed? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth oriented, partial related Torah podcasts. And I'm not today addressing acts that are really total corruption and I'm kind of calling them Chesed, but even with acts that we feel and we're motivated by a sense of wanting to give and wanting to do in a positive way, and we actually are resolving somebody else's need, we have to learn to know that even there, we may be off the mark or not quite hitting the mark of what chesed truly is. And I want to build a lesson based on a bird that is named in this week's Parsha. In the Parsha of Shmini, this week's Torah portion, we have later on in the portion, a elaborate discussion of kosher, and particularly the nature of the species that are kosher in terms of the requirements of the animals to be kosher and of various other requirements and particular focus on the birds. And when it comes to the birds, a listing of all of the birds that are not kosher. And in fact, any bird that's not in that list is kosher. The problem is that a lot of the terms are very difficult to translate precisely. And that leads us to having concern about many birds that we haven't seen a tradition year after year, generation after generation, knowing these birds to be okay, we are often going to be concerned maybe the bird in question is really one of the names listed in that list. That, deal with your, uh, your local uh, you know, kosher experts as far as which birds are a-okay, which are not, but one of the birds that is for sure not kosher definitely don't eat this one, is the chasida. So if you go to your local store and you have a sale on chasida, don't eat that. Now, what is chasida? I'm not going to translate it today. There's a debate exactly how that word translates. And for our purposes, it's not really so necessary. I want to focus on the message and the very name of this chasida. And the fact that the chasida, related to the word chesed, seems to be associated with goodness and kindness, which makes it a little bit curious as to why is this a not kosher bird. And in fact, when Rashi describes why the chasida is called a chasida, Rashi says, this bird is osa chesed, it does kindness im chavroseha with its peers. Which really begs the question, if it's called a chasida because of it being a chesed doer, chesed is a good trait, what's the message in this being a non-kosher bird? And there are several approaches, and each of the approaches I'd like to share and analyze and hopefully learn something about chesed as we discuss this chasida bird. Number one, an approach that's attributed to the Kutzker Rebbe and uh, in some works attributed to one of the first Rebbe's of the Gera Hasidic dynasty, and actually he was a student of the Kutzker Rebbe, so there's definitely an association over here. But this track focuses on the wording. Rashi described that this bird is a bird that does chesed imchav roseha with its peers. And doing chesed with one's peers can ultimately be not only a limited chesed, it can really be somewhat self-serving and selfish. Oh, within my inner circle, I do acts of kindness. I care about those who are closest to me. Well, that's to an extent an expression about my caring about me. And if I'm limiting myself and I can only be a giver, I can only be a doer to those that, well, that helps define who I am. This is my social circle. This is my family. This is my community. 
and I limit myself to those boundaries, that's a a restrictive chesed and really a failure in developing into being one of chesed. The, the work Otsar Satora quotes over that Rav Yisrael Salanter, the famed founder of the Musar movement, the movement focused on self-development and, and building up one's character through active study and, and uh, focus on self, Rav Yisrael Salanter, when commenting on what it means to be a true uh, to, to truly excel in chesed. He said that it has to be measured based on what one would do for somebody that he does not previously know when asked to do something that very much goes against his grain. And he gave the example that if a rabbi would walk into a store and the storekeeper would say, you get to spend so much time immersed in Torah. You have the luxury to be able to be spending time with the text of the Torah. I don't. I've got this shop to run. Can we switch places for the day? Now, the storekeeper is not his brother. He's not his close friend. This may not be a store that he's frequented before. This is a stranger asking for a favor, which is going to have the rabbi give up some of the great gift that God has provided him of his ability to be immersed in Torah study and swap places and spend the day behind the cash register in this store so the storekeeper can go on and be immersed in Torah. The readiness to do that, and again, one has to analyze case by case what's appropriate, but that willingness to switch places, to provide the stranger that which I can do to offset his current frustration, his lack, to brighten his day, to give him some type of a benefit, that would be the determination of that this person is truly a Baal Chesed, a person of great Chesed quality, or in his context, he actually was addressing to earn the title of a Chesed of somebody who is truly righteous in this realm. Lesson number one, the Hasidah makes the mistake of, hey, I'm a nice guy, I'm giving, I'm caring, but I'm so boxed in as to when I apply that and to whom I give that, that that's a, a failed, uh, very myopic and ultimately corrupted concept of Chasid. Message number two in this Hasidah. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan Zweig, Rosh Hashiva, Miami Beach, um, comments that when it comes to your peer, you shouldn't be able to define the good that you're doing for them as chesed at all. Because if you developed a sense of appreciation for the other, and you care about the other as you should, and your peer, you should love them as yourself, when you do good for yourself, you don't define that as chesed. Oh, I did myself the favor of having a drink. I, I provided myself some nourishment today. But to yourself, you don't evaluate it that way. And we're supposed to get to the point of loving the other, of caring about the other, of being sensitive to the other's needs. Then when we're responsive to those needs, when we are finding an opportunity to provide for them, for their physical or emotional or financial well-being, that we are simply acting as we would do for ourselves, and we should not be defining that, measuring that as, oh, I did my chesed for the day. I got some brownie points in, in heaven because I did a good act. God will give you those brownie points. God will provide you the, you know, the, the outcome of having developed into a person of chesed. But with your peer, you should not be able to define it as chesed. So when the chasida, again, in this message of the chasida doing chesed im chesed with its peer, we're being taught that that's not a kosher 
chesed. Kosher would be to develop to the point that you are not measuring this as, oh, here's my opportunity to do a mitzvah by turning to my friend and saying good morning and brightening their day. I should naturally be grown to the point that I want to do that to brighten their day because if right now I can brighten someone's day, that's what I do. And I don't uh, define that. And I don't, don't act based on being a measured act of chesed. A third message is an interesting contrast that is raised between the chasida that provides food to its peers and another animal that does the same, an achbar, usually translated as a mouse or a rat. We'll call it the, the mouse. The, the achbar, the Talmud Yushalmi, says the achbar calls over its friends and says, hey buddies, I found some food. Here, let's all share it. And the achbar is called a rasha. The achbar is described as a wicked animal. And again, when we're talking today about the bird doing chesed or the achbar being a wicked, we're not talking that they are being judged this way in the heavens or in the court, but in the concept of what we can learn from them. And in the achbar, we're told, don't learn from the achbar. The achbar is called a rasha. It's called evil for doing something that the chasida is called the chesed trait. And in explaining this, back in that same work, Otsar Satora, they quote over that, I think actually it's from the work of Imre Shammai, that the Akbar, when the mouse calls his buddies, like, hey guys, like, come over here, found some food, he's stealing somebody else's food. The Akbar is being very benevolent, very kind, very gracious to its buddies at someone else's expense. That is called a Russia. That is called evil. The Hasidah, in contrast, even if there's some deficit over here, but the Hasidah is not seen as a taker. It's a giver in a way that the giving, we may have to learn lessons that there's something unkosher as far as how this giving is operating. But the Achvar, we're learning a further lesson. The giving, when the giving is your means of really taking, and you're, trying to, you're making yourself feel more comfortable taking because, hey, I don't feel guilty taking as long as I'm sharing it with my buddies, or a Robin Hood approach, taking for the wealthy to give to the poor, and I actually start to feel that that's righteous, that has shifted. That is no longer simply a failed chesed. That is deemed in the eyes of the sages to be wicked. Taking these lessons to heart, steering clear of that Akbar mouse approach, being very cautious when we do good and we're gracious, we are not in any way abusive to somebody else in the process. We're not taking it from someone in the process. We're not using our righteousness or kindness or charity as an excuse to be um, manipulating some numbers along the way or doctoring our books or doing anything else that's unkosher and okay i'll resolve the unkosher by doing something legit as an outcome no ends justifying wrong means over here steering clear clear of the akbar learning the lessons of the failed chesed i should not be treating my behavior to my peer as measured acts of kindness but developing the point of sensitivities and I simply react out of the natural goodness of my heart to their current plight and learning that further message that I'm broad, I'm not restricting my my kindness and my, my chesed to those who are in my inner circle, but there is somebody who has that need. How can I not be receptive to that, responsive to that, regardless of the lack of previous relationship with that individual? I have to share that I had a fascinating um, phone call with a wonderful uh, Yid by the name of Avram Jacobowitz. I knew you out there in Talk Talk lands that the interface with him now living in Israel. 
You can tell him I said in regards that Rabbi Jacobus had been in the Midwest. I'm over here in Cincinnati. He was up the street of I-75 in Detroit, Michigan when I moved to Cincinnati. And I recall, it was about 25 years ago, I moved to Cincinnati and that was the, the first stage at which I was dealing um, fairly often with campus outreach. And I was calling him to discuss some matters. He was certainly one of the most successful uh, at helping bring Jews from college campuses uh, to help further their Jewish knowledge, their Jewish identity, their Jewish pride, their Jewish uh, fulfillment. And I was touching base with him. I'd never spoken to him before, never met him. And I call, answer the phone. I say, Shalom Aleichem, this is uh, Yitzchak Price in Cincinnati. Shalom Aleichem, Yitzchak Price, how are you? And I said, um, I don't know that you know me. He said, I have to know you to love you? Another Jew to love, I'm pleased to meet you. That helped me understand why he was so successful in helping inspire people that he met. We should be having that attitude. Another Jew to love, you're out there, you have a need. I, I never met you before, but I have the possibility of resolving your situation. I've been gifted with either the financial capacity, the know-how, the talent, the resources to help give you a boost, brighten your day, boost your spirits, elevate your current situation. That should be something I'm thanking God that I'm in that position to do that, and I'm thrilled to meet you and have this opportunity. If we can do so, learn the lessons, steer clear of the Akbar, be beyond the Hasidah and be a true Baal Chesed, we will be the type of people who will be able to brighten other people's time, days, time, years, lives, big time, and we ourselves will be the type of people who will be far more likely to achieve our tachlis.